Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Daily Migs Show. Rockaholics, what are your thoughts on last night's Grammys? You can give us a call and chat about it. 206-803-ROCK. It was the 66th annual Grammy Awards last night in Los Angeles. And Steve, you watched a bit. Okay, so I did it typical fashion for us like it started at five over here so i just hit the dvr we did our thing we're hanging out with tatum having dinner doing all that we put tatum to bed and i'm like you know what let's sit down and watch the grammys on fast forward i watched i was able to get through that entire thing in like about an hour so you fast forward until you find something you want to yeah I'd see watch a little bit of the beginning just to get a vibe i thought trevor noah was fine like I, I i actually he was making me excited about artists that i don't give a crap about like he did a really good job of just being excited about all the artists and like selling like the way he described SZA, who I don't know anything about, he was like, I think he said something about the lines like it was the most catchy song of the year about a double homicide. I'm like, I need to watch this. <laughs> like I thought that was really. He good. was a great hype man. Yes, I really enjoyed that. They and, actually showed more live performances than awards last night. Which I noticed that because I know I saw, I saw a lot of people talk about how much how better it was. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of performances, and I have to give props to whoever produced it because I thought they did a really good job of. Before they went to their performance, they did like a hype video about mm-hmm. the artist. So I kind of was invested in a way, like as a wrestling dork before every match at WrestleMania, there's this giant hype package that gets you, even if you've never watched a single match or a single wrestling show the entire year, by the time the match starts, you're invested. Yeah. And I thought they did a pretty good job of that during the Grammys. Like, I don't know anything about SZA. I don't know anything no. about uh, Olivia Rodrigo. And I ended up watching their performances because I thought they did a, a, a decent job of making me interested in what they were all about. You're all informed now. The highlight, I don't know what was the highlight for you, but the highlight for me, because it was super nostalgic, and I know we have an audio clip of it, was uh, was it Luke Combs, who's he's had that song Fast Car, which is a cover, and it's been a massive hit, and it was a Tracy Chapman song. I remember being a kid hearing that song, and I was never a big fan of like folky music, but I always thought that was like a great song. It was just like one of those songs where you're just like, man, the chorus is great and all that. And he had a great piece about how that was his favorite song growing up and all this stuff. Really? And then they go into the performance and who's up there with him? Tracy freaking Chapman. And they sounded good together. I think... Because how long ago did this song actually come out? Like almost 30 years ago? 1988. No way. So it's more than 30 years? Yes. Holy crap. And talk about, because my wife at first was like, oh, I bet she's really happy to get like this exposure. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like she was a big star back in those days. She won Grammys for this song. 
I mean, it's not very often that that happens where you release a song and it's a huge hit once and then it has some sort of a resurgence because someone breathes some new life into it. So that's awesome. The one part that I did think was funny, I forgot how that song, in those days, I don't think they were too concerned about getting right to the chorus. So you know how like songs these days, pop songs, like you got like one verse and then boom, into the, into the hook. And I remember watching it, I'm like, okay, now here comes the driving in my car part. It went for like two minutes until they finally got to that part. I was like, man, she really tested our patience back in the day. And, it, and, and it's a great song. Did you see that Taylor Swift made some Grammy history? And the fact that she was seen every 30 seconds again. <laughs> I was no starting cheating. to get, I was getting a little pissed off. I mean, I, you know, I'm there to watch the Grammys time. and it's like, they kept cutting to Taylor Swift. Oh, so and I'm like, keep your football out of my music award shows, please. <laughs> She won Album of the Year for the fourth time. I did see that, So yeah. she's now broken a tie that she had with Frank Sinatra, Paul Simon, and Stevie Wonder. The crazy part is, like, she was there the entire time. Every time they would cut into the crowd, she's drinking wine, and she's singing along to everybody's song. I'm just like, man, if I was an artist performing or at that show, how do you not, like, want to just give her a high five for being like, hey, dude, that's cool. At least you're showing that you're giving a crap while everyone else is doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. Well, another big highlight was Joni Mitchell making her first ever appearance at the Grammys, and she performed the song Both Sides Now. She's 80 years old. Did you see the setup for this? Yes. So Brandi Carlisle, Northwest Zone, she goes up there and tells like this insane story about Joni Mitchell, who I really don't know much other than her name. It's just not my cup of tea. Uh, but they tell the story about how like she needed to learn how to walk three times in her life because of physical ailments and then you know obviously when you're a kid you have to learn how to walk but uh, uh, again I was just like okay I need to see this performance and there she is sitting there just looking powerful I don't yeah. know how else to describe it with her cane and I'm not a fan of her music but I really enjoyed the performance when people were in tears yeah here's a clip from it in for a Rick Rubin let's sit down and make a raw record how he did it with Johnny Cash when Johnny oh, yeah. got a little bit older I think that would be pretty freaking cool if all of a sudden he's like after seeing that performance like you know what I think we could do something really cool and different with her you know her voice just sounds like she's been through some stuff for sure and I've, again like that's the first time honestly I've ever heard an entire Joni Mitchell song and it was last night during and you the liked Grammy. it I mean, I'm not going out to download her albums. I ain't going to lie to you. But I thought the performance was amazing. I thought a lot of the performances were good from artists. I, I don't know SZA. I don't know Olivia Rodrigo. But all I thought was whoever produced these performances, like, made them as trippy as humanly possible. Like, it felt like I was on, like, a, a weird acid trip. As I'm... <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo's performing, and all of a sudden blood is coming out of the walls, and blood's on her face. I guess because it's a song about vampires. Yes. And SZA's song... I mean, it's, it's, it's called Kill Bill, and there were, like... People with nunchucks and swords and dudes are getting stabbed and she's choking dudes and throwing them in the air and they're flying. And I'm just like, what is happening right now? But I was all in for it. Even if I didn't like their song, I liked the performance. Did you see your friend's performance? Who's her friend? Your friend, Billy My Joel. Yes. <laughs> I did. He has a new song called Turn the Lights Back On. I actually liked it a lot. And he had not performed there at the Grammys for 22 years. This is his first song in 30 years. Is that what it said? Oh, yeah, 31. He has not had a new album out since 31 years ago, River of Dreams. Because they had a whole piece about it. So before we get to the song, they had a whole piece about it. And it, and they told the story about it. He's just like, look, I just didn't feel, I don't like writing songs. It's a process. It's too much for me. I just haven't been inspired. 
And then they, so the whole time I'm watching, of course, I'm thinking about being a kid and him telling me to go F off when he got off of a plane, which is a true story. Like I got off a plane, we were waiting for my uncle. He gets off the plane and before my uncle, I freaked out because as a kid, I loved Billy Joel, Allentown. Oh no. You know, Uptown Girl. Oh no, All Steve. those cheesy pop songs I thought were amazing. I came running up to him, Mr. Joel, Mr. F off kid. He clearly had a bad flight. <laughs> to this day, I still think it's like the most awesome interaction I've ever had with a celebrity. So now they're telling the story about this random dude who somehow tracked down Billy Joel to try and help him write a new song. And I'm telling you, while this interview's going on, I'm like, I'm expecting the guy to be like, yeah, I, I finally met up with Billy Joel and he told me to go F off. And in a way, he kind of did. Listen to him telling the story. I'm Freddie Wexler and I love Billy Joel. For my 35th birthday, my wife made it her mission to try to get me to meet Billy Joel. And eventually she found a doctor who knew another doctor who once knew Billy Joel. Somehow he got him to agree to meet me. So I said, okay, I was going to go have lunch. I'll talk with this kid and, and, and then that'll be that. I thought for sure. He's like, yeah, the kid bothered me and I told him to go F off. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 